Welcome to Pageant Planets Podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome everyone to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching, and myself, we are covering the life of Amanda Marino-Young. Amanda Marino has been in the pageant industry for over 19 years. She has made her way around the block through competing in pageant competitions, and now she's using her years of experience to coach young princesses on how to become pageant queens. Some of her own crowning accomplishments include winning National All-American Miss 2011-2012 and Miss International 2016. Understandably, she has the perfect personal insight in these and many other systems in the United States to help women win these titles too. Some of these women include Ava Hill, Miss International 2019, and Ashley Nelson, National American Miss 2019 and 2020. Amanda has a background in corporate America, media, modeling, and motivational speaking. And she also interned at the place where dreams come true, the Walt Disney Company. These combined with her educational background and personal experiences are the reason she has dozens upon dozens of positive reviews for her coaching experiences. And this is exactly why she made the top 10 best pageant coaches in her 2019 Best in Pageantry Awards. So now let's dive into some of her personal life. Sure. So Amanda was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, which is known for having a variety of pageants for girls of all ages. Growing up, Amanda described herself as being a tomboy. She loved playing soccer, softball, and many other sports. Her Colombian family roots instilled a love for soccer, especially when she was young. Although she was a tomboy on the outside, her heart was filled with princess-like dreams. This probably stemmed from her family's annual trips to Walt Disney ever since she was three years old. Christmas time was one of the best for the Marino family since they were able to spend time in the most magical place in the world. Amanda's love for Walt Disney inspired her to name her dog Walt Ray Marino. Aw, Walt, he's so cute. Hi, Walt, if you're listening. Um, Big fan over here. Sammy and Um, Frank say hi, which is Jesse and I's dog's name. (laughs) One of the most characteristic things about Amanda when you see her is her bright and joyful smile. And unfortunately, there were people who took her smile away at a young age. She was bullied a lot when she was younger about her weight, her hair, and everything else a young girl should not have to be concerned about. And this led her having very low self-esteem, and eventually developed an eating disorder for three years. The pain she experienced at this time would be the catalyst to energize her to empower thousands of young women around the world to develop their face, their skills, to not face the same hardships she did. She just didn't know this yet, as we often don't, right? Like when mm-hmm. you're going through a hardship, you you don't necessarily have the foresight to be like, oh, I'm going to use this experience to motivate thousands of other people because you're just focused on just trying to get through the next moment to the next day. Exactly. And I I talk a lot. I'm going to pause for a second on Amanda's story, but we talk to a lot of clients about having the courage to tell their story. And when they share them with me, one of the follow-up questions I often ask for interview practice is, why are you ready now? Or how do you man, how do you plan to manage these same issues now? Because the stress is often greater. So if you are one of those really strong contestants that's willing to talk about their past history or things they've overcome, 
be prepared to talk about your coping mechanisms, how you found strength outside of the situation so that they can, they can understand that, okay, you know, that was a really important time in their life and they've molded and they've grown. So they're ready to help others grow too. So be prepared to have that conversation, the past, where you came from and what the future looks like based on how you've been able to overcome. Does that make sense? Yep. Perfect. Cool. So she realized this was not the life she wanted to live. She was always counting calories and feeling like she wasn't good enough. And she realized she had to get better, which which was when she experienced her faith more than ever. So Amanda confessed and surrendered to her faith and then went to rehabilitation for several months. This process not only healed her physically, but also emotionally and mentally, which helped her to learn who she was through it in and throughout. And she learned to be vulnerable on stage and in her interpersonal communication. Amanda went on to attend Georgia State University, and at this time, she decided to apply for an internship at the one place that brought her so much magic growing up that she could give back to others, Walt Disney World. And she was awarded an internship at Coronado Springs as a concierge and guest relations. Throughout her time working, she received what is called an applausogram, very Disney-like, which is when one of the guests personally emailed corporate about an employee to tell all about the amazing work the employee did. This is one of the highest recognitions Amanda could have had while receiving, uh, while working. And one of the lines she remembers hearing from the review was, it felt like a real Disney princess was helping me. So I want to pause for a coaching moment because we talked about this a few podcasts ago and the coaching moment is every interaction is a chance to practice your communication skills, not just mock interviews. So if you're talking with people on a daily basis or you're going to appearances, think about that as interview prep. You should be thinking about, okay, what are the important bullet points I want to cover with this person so that they have the most out of this experience? How am I presenting myself? Am I turning up the corners of my mouth, which is a big training point for a lot of our clients, just to like engage all of your face muscles so it really connects, feels warm, it feels natural and authentic. And Amanda clearly had a ton of practice helping other people feel connected to her at her internship. So don't just reserve that preparation for dedicated time. It's every single day. And just a flashback to a couple podcasts ago, we talked about if you're more reserved, um, think about when you want to bring out your personality, pretend you're talking to a room of kindergartners or you're a Disney princess talking to a group of kindergartners because that naturally will force you to be more dynamic and animated because you have to keep a kindergartner's attention. And definitely when you see Amanda speak, she is so uh, animated in her facial expressions. She's engaging. And I'm sure that that's a huge root of it. Yeah, I remember listening to this podcast. It was on the Tim Ferriss podcast, and he interviews a lot of high-level performers, not necessarily like billionaires, but just, I mean, he interviewed a guy that made samurai swords, and it's just kind of the people that are best of the best in their craft. And there was one individual, I don't even remember what he did, but what he made a game for himself, a challenge to every encounter, um, he tried to make it a memorable experience for that person. So he just made it a game like um, and the whole walk away was did, did I make it like an enjoyable, memorable experience for that person? And he mm. said it was amazing the impact it had on his life because he was just going around just being playful and helping make other people's day. And it really had a tremendous impact on his, which I thought would be a fun game. Gosh, if the world can you imagine if the world as a whole played that game, how mm-hmm. much better the world would be. That would be amazing. Well, I just think about how 
much more focused. We would all be on our conversations. I mean, I have conversations with people and I hate to admit that, but I have them with people and I walk away. I'm like, okay, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm thinking we're going a mile a minute. So I'm thinking about every single thing, or I'm thinking about what I'm going to say back versus just being in the moment. Yeah. And that's a great point that we should all, all enjoy that moment of conversation. Mm, I love that. Cause it is interesting how much internal dialogue is going on. Um, you could regurgitate what somebody else said to you most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. But that's just because your your mind is an amazing thing. It doesn't necessarily mean you're present with their words and what they're actually saying because your mind's thinking, okay, okay, wrap it up. I got to get to fill in the blank. And mm-hmm. actually, Renata and I, we were just, um, we were at the spa the other day and um, she asked me a question or I just started tell, telling her something. And I was mid sentence and she like just picked up her phone and started texting. I was like, like (laughs) I I was like sharing. Right. And she, and she, and I was like, okay, never mind. And then I, cause I got a little frustrated and she was like, Oh my, that, that was so rude. Like that's what she said. Like that was, I am so sorry. I, I mean, and what happened was there was, there was somebody that was like she really looks up to in the aesthetics world, and that person f- messaged her to like want to like get together or whatever. And she like, I mean, it was just like, oh my gosh! And she just jumped at the opportunity. And I mean, she can talk to me anytime. So it, but she just when she realized what she did, she stopped the message um, like halfway through, and or like whenever she realized it, um, she's like, I am so sorry. But it's just like it, it just it happens, and it's so reactionary. And if you don't stop it, we'll continue to go down that that road. So I mm-hmm. just wanted to share. No, absolutely. And so back to Amanda with that. She, after that experience at Walt Disney Company, she earned a Bachelor's of Business Administration and Marketing with a minor in hospitality. And after graduating, she enjoyed a career in executive leadership coaching and in corporate America before returning to her passion for pageants and young women. Yeah. In the movie Cinderella, it was the glass slipper that changed that character's life. For Amanda's real life fairy tale, this glass slipper was a flyer in the mail for a pageant. The pageant was called the Little, the, the Pretty Little Princess Pageant. And although Amanda was a bit more of a tomboy, she ended up just loving it, which is what we see time and time again with so many uh, contestants. And mm-hmm. her mother, for this first pageant, created her first gown. And the flyer was for the National American Miss Pageant. And Amanda would have to learn skills like interview, talent, spokesmodel, fashion wear, evening gown, and volunteerism to understand what it meant to be the national queen. And Amanda's parents were very supportive and fundamental in helping her prepare for each of her pageants. Her father would film her practicing on the camcorder. Remember those? I mean, mm-hmm. some of our audience probably doesn't. And <laughs> then it, basically it was like... Gosh, if you can imagine kind of like a radio, it was about the size of a, gosh, I mean, do you, yeah, I mean, like about the size of a radio, but had a camera on it and Google it, it'll pop up. Uh, But anyways, they would spend time rewatching the videos and critiquing Amanda's performance. And what an amazing family activity. And like her dad's involved, her mom's involved. They're looking at her walk. They're critiquing her performance. That's just great buy-in. Oh, for sure. And they, knowing the Marino family, They've been just as bought in since that day in Mm -hmm. her entire 
pageant career and her life, they're very, very tight knit. So I can totally picture this happening. And as a result of all of this buy-in and support and practice, she won the national spokesmodel for 2007. And then she won that title again in 2011. And in 2010, she was first runner up um, for the national title and first runner up to the spokesmodel award. Yeah, her years of growth in the system led her to winning National All-American Miss title in 2011-2012. And that's about the time when I first met uh, Amanda. Mm -hmm. Um, But Amanda credits Nam, Steve, and Kathleen. Uh, Steve and Kathleen are the national directors for National American Miss. Um, So she credits them for her success as they believed in her when she didn't really believe in herself. And Mm -hmm. they are are instrumental at teaching um, women to grow in confidence, which is how they became one of the top pageants in America. And you and I both know that it whole ex- Nam's entire experience is so uplifting, and that's that's truly their goal is to empower and instill confidence in young women, and that's why so many people go back year after year for sure. Yeah, and one of the one of the cool things about Nam, um, and it, this is specific for directors, if you're listening, or if you're a friend of a director, you can pass on this information. They have breakout courses for the actual parents to teach them, like, kind of how to best support their daughter throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And um, Steve was kind of showing me, um, showing me, like, what those talks are about, et cetera. And it was nice because they they talked to the parents about when, like, this is not the week to critique. Like, even if your daughter falls flat on her face on stage, be like, "That's great, babe!" Like good job you know like um, it's gonna be all right Keep yeah going. you're yeah. fine they'll never know yeah so i i don't remember the exact time frame on it but i think they said like maybe after a week after you get home or maybe it's just after you get home i don't remember but it's like that's the time like when your daughter's kind of healed and recovered from the, from the week a weekend regardless how she plays that if you want to offer some advice you do it then not during this mm-hmm. week and i yeah. thought that was really sound advice definitely it's like hey, why don't we look at that video of your performance now and talk through it? Right, because they're mm-hmm. probably so stressed as is. Now's not the time. Like, shut us back. Do this. Remember your mm-hmm. routine? You know, just let them enjoy the week. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So right around that same time, that's when Amanda developed her True Beauty Movement platform and organization to cultivate positive body images and character across the globe. And she created this organization from the ground up to help young women redefine beauty worldwide. And she does this through workshops, social media, and international alliances. Amanda then went on to compete in Miss Collegiate America pageant in 2013, and she represented her state, Georgia, where she placed top 15, and that year's winner was Savvy Shields, who eventually went on to win Miss America in 2017. And these pageant experiences allowed Amanda to learn about herself and grow into her platform and her identity as a woman. She had been thinking about a specific pageant for a number of years before joining, but never felt like she was at the same caliber as the other contestants to compete. And this was the Miss Miss International pageant. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yep, that's Jesse's, uh, gosh, I was going to say home court, but that wasn't really. Well, that's where your title was. That's yes. where your national title Much better uh, way to label it. So <laughs> the Miss International pageant is very fashion forward, but it is also about what you do in the community. Again, Amanda had the opportunity to represent Georgia at this very prestigious pageant. And her natural likability and skill to woo over the judges 
brought her all the way to the semifinals of the pageant. And as Amanda stood amongst the other finals for the title, she prepared herself to start understanding what her biggest, bigger purpose was, as she did not expect to be called the winner. Her dress was a simple velvet gown and did not have a single rhinestone on it, which is unlike most of the other contestants. And she also happened to be the only brunette amongst a group of blonde beauties. And hearing her name called as Miss International 2016 was a surreal and humbling experience. 16 years, think about that, 16 years Mm -hmm. of hard work um, had come to fruition as she was now an international title holder and representative of an organization because up until this point, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda knew her year was to be one of service, compassion, and flexibility, and she was able to do many glamorous things like photo shoots and red carpet events at New York Fashion Week. And on the other hand, she would also be traveling the country and the world to visit homeless shelters and orphanages. And this is a coaching moment, so I want to pause there. And I want to encourage those listening to make sure that you're seeking systems that align both with your skills and with your goals. So Amanda was a part of NAM for a long time, which is 66% speaking categories. They have three required categories, evening gown, onstage introduction, and private interview. So most of it's how you present yourself. And then Miss International is 40% speaking categories, which is more than most pageants. Usually it's around 30%, 25%. So both systems that she chose also very heavily vested in community service, which we'll hear more about even still is a huge passion for Amanda. So if you're searching for the right pageant for you, make sure that you're aligning the score percentages with what you know you excel at. Why would you go into a pageant knowing that the majority of it is in areas that are not your strongest. So really think critically about the pageant system you are planning to enter, thinking about entering, and how it aligns with that, because it has to make sense organically. Otherwise, you're facing an uphill battle. It's not impossible, and it will really push you to improve, but just think about that. Well, and we make this pretty easy for you, actually. So, (laughs) I mean, if you go in our directory and just type in your date of birth and where you live, the pageants that you qualify for will will pop up. And at the recording of this podcast, this is how our directory works currently. And then I'll tell you how it's going to work here in a few weeks. Mm. Um, so how it works now is any pageant, like let's say that you live in New York, um, any pageant that is a national pageant that accepts delegates from New York, they show up as well as like Miss New York would show up like Miss New York USA would show up um, Mm -hmm. in there and then it's ranked by who advertises with us so advertisers are first right they pay us money Um, why we can afford to do like podcasts and all these other free things right Um, so they show up first so if you filter out the directory and you see a bunch of pageants that don't say your particular state or your country um, click on that those first rows because you'll see, oh, okay, this pageant maybe has a preliminary pageant in New York or Zimbabwe or Australia, etc. Now, how it's going to work, um, oh, and then when you get there, you'll click under the, the pageant rules and it says the phases of competition in that pageant. So you know if there is on-stage question and interview, that kind of factors in the speaking portion. And there's some optionals and other things in there that will encompass the other. Um, so you can just go under uh, under there to see what kind of um, categories. Um, 
Now, how it's going to work in a few weeks when we're done like upgrading the filters and, you know, let's just give the tech team a month and a half, right? But um, it's, if you just say like New York, then the, all the New York state pageants will show up first and then there will be a gray dotted line that says like, you might also be interested in. Underneath that gray line will be all the national pageants that also go through New York um, because I love that. Yeah. So that way, like it just brings all the state specific. Originally, when we first started the directory, you know, there were a lot more systems uh, or a lot more pageants in there, like uh, a pageant being Miss USA. Um, then there were like state pageants like Miss Michigan USA because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was new and we were just rolling it out. So that's why it was like, okay, just show them every pageant that they would go through their state. But now that we have way more state and, you know, for those of you that live in like Canada, Canada Australia, Philippines, and there's actually tor- territories, um, we're going to be bringing to the surface more territory and state pageants too so you can get involved immediately on the local level. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So is it my turn? Yes, it's my turn. Okay, so Amanda had an opportunity to serve and share her message of true beauty. And one of her most memorable experiences was being able to serve in South Africa and take her workshops to orphanages and in homes for abused children. The look on the kids' faces when they saw her crown made the trip just absolutely worth it for for Amanda. Mm -hmm. And the main thing Amanda wanted her reign to be known for is God's glory. She doesn't want people to see her hair, her makeup, and her wardrobe, but rather she wants others to see her community service and know that this came from a more divine place and destiny of hers. Amanda is now primarily involved in the pageant world to help contestants prepare for their pageant goals and their life and career aspirations and dreams. Amanda Marino Consulting is best known for a professional pageant service for competitors to take their skill to the next level produces state, local, and international winners annually, and everything is 100% personalized for each contestant. Her focus is to prepare clients in every element of competition through competitive differentiation. And Amanda also puts great effort into teaching her clients how to utilize their pageant experience to leverage their opportunities in the real world and to create their ideal future career. Amanda focuses on teaching women how to market themselves and how to improve their verbal and nonverbal communication skills. Pageants are not just about crowns and sashes, which I feel like most of us know at this point, but contestants should not just study pageants to prepare, but also Mm. study business and real world events going on. Amanda says, we get too focused on the crown. If you don't Uh, I don't care if you win. I care if you have a job you want in 10 years. The crown Mm. is the catalyst to get the career you want and to make the impact in others. Huge. And Amanda's favorite phase of competition is interview. And she said the ability to spend one-on-one time with a judge to express your heart, your intentions, and your goals with the title is essential to winning your pageant. Totally agree. And Amanda emphasizes that the judges have needs too. And it's your responsibility as a contestant to meet those judges' needs through your answers. Yeah, and to go back to like what we were talking about with, I mean, do you have a job that you want in 10 years? Mm. Because once you win the crown, I mean, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, it kicks wide open doors that may have previously been closed to you. Mm -hmm. And if you know where you want to end up, then you can get there really, really quick. Um, As we've seen just gosh, exemplified within a lot of contestants throughout history. The challenge in in life is actually, and I would say the hardest part is actually figuring out what you want to get out of life. 
mm-hmm. once you're pretty clear on like what you want to accomplish, what you want to do, I'm not saying it's easy from there, but at least you have some sort of trajectory. Whereas most people, they can tell you really quick what they don't like about their life. I don't like the amount of money I make. I don't like the hours I work. I don't like the people I work with. I don't like the clothes I wear, whatever, the location. But flip it and ask someone, well, how much money do you want to make? Like more is more. Okay, got Here's a dollar. I paid you more. Mission fulfilled, right? Um, Or it's like, how much time do you actually want to work in your work week? Like, what does your ideal work week look like? Where do you want to work? Like, if you hate your office or you hate the people you want to work with, what type of people do you want to work around? You know, questions like that are really harder to answer because it causes you to look introspective. And again, what you focus on expands, or another way to say it, what you focus on attracts, like you attract where you put your energy. And if all you're focusing on is, I don't want this to happen, I don't like this, I don't like that, you're going to focus, you're going to attract more of that to your life, which is a principle God put in all of us. So take that time to figure out where you want to go. And once you do win the crown, you can kick wide open that door and use pageantry as a catalyst to help you for the rest of your life. Yeah, and if you if you are um, a teen or above, you should absolutely have a LinkedIn profile, a professional one, and you should absolutely put your title on there. And every time you meet someone at an appearance, you should ask them if you can connect with them on LinkedIn. And you will watch your professional network explode. So the, the great thing about LinkedIn is when you're searching for jobs after the fact or years after, let's say you had a career you loved and you wanted to kind of change change courses, head to LinkedIn, search the company where you are applying to work and see how many connections you have. They might not be first connections that work there directly, but they might have a second. That's how LinkedIn works. It shows you who you're directly connected with in each place. Maybe they know someone connected to that place. So they're a second degree connection. They can make those intros for you. So if you are not using LinkedIn to create these opportunities that Steven's talking about, I would set up that profile today. I don't think you should use a picture of yourself in your crown as your profile picture. Use a professional photo. But if you want, you can look at my LinkedIn, Jesse Ledoux, and see how I list out my titles. But it was a huge asset to get where I wanted to be. Uh, that's such valuable advice because you know what most of the people do on their um on social is just go straight to Instagram, upload all had a great appearance. You're uploading photos there, but boy, yeah, build your LinkedIn. That's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. So one important quality Amanda instills in her girls is the need to be flexible as a title holder. Um, Being a title holder comes with a servant's heart. This means that one day you may be at a photo shoot or serving children or on a red carpet at New York fashion week. And then at a homeless shelter, the next to Mm -hmm. learn what a privilege Um, it is to lean in these opportunities is what real queens are made of. And whether it be through interview prep, onstage presentation, marketing and branding, or through royal words, Amanda has made herself known as one of the top coaches in the pageant industry. And Amanda's coaching hall of fame includes her clients winning infamous titles, including Miss Junior Teen United States 2019, Royal International Miss Preteen 2019-2020, and Miss Delaware USA 2020, to name a few. And this is how she won the 2019 American Model and Pageant Magazine Award for Best Pageant Coach. And hustle and faith made her who she is and made her 
um, made her who she is today. And there are times for everyone where you may wonder if you have what it takes. And the answer is always yes. I think the words hustle and faith should go on a t-shirt. That's I love it. <laughs> Will Amanda compete in another pageant? You may be asking at this phase in her life, she would rather invest in contestants and the young women competing in their pageants rather than compete. And Amanda is also investing in her relationship with her now husband, Brandon Young, who is extremely supportive in her business, as mentioned before. And she's recently opened up an online clothing boutique with a message that we are all in a transformation phase of going from an ugly duckling to a beautiful swan. And when the ducks realize their beauty, they are crowned with confidence. The crowned swan is the name of her boutique, uh, believes that there are women, women know and understand their true beauty and worth, knowing what they can offer the world and knowing their crown is eternal. Yeah, the crown swan is a place that sells jewelry, clothes, accessories, and each piece is as bright and as radiant as Amanda is. So in, in conclusion, Amanda's own words, she says, know your value and not arrogantly. Know what you bring to the table. What do you do that is different? What is your secret sauce? Have confidence in that and also be a lifelong learner. You don't need to convince the judge of anything when you walk into an interview room with an air of confidence and leadership. This is something a judge may not be able to put their finger on, but they will know something is unique and memorable about you when you come from this place. And if you would like to be a future contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special. Then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile and we'll let you know after you submit if you're scheduled. Also, a special shout out to Maria Giorlando for doing research on this particular episode and thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit, any nit, like, tip or nugget from this show or for one's previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. And until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.